Payments have changed quite a bit over the last 20 years, and securing payments has become more of a priority over that time and has gotten increased attention and scrutiny in the wake of card breaches that result after processing and retail network attacks. Building a career in payments is not what it used to be, as longtime electronic payments executive Dennis Simmons knows all too well. Here's Simmons, who for the last 18 years has forged new ground in electronic payments as the CEO of Swatcha, the electronic payments resource, talks about how payments are evolving and what he expects next in this ever-changing environment of online and mobile commerce. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. Dennis, as the CEO of Swatcha, which is one of the largest not-for-profit electronic payments associations in the U.S., you've devoted much of your career to ensuring the evolution and security of e-commerce. How has the role that you've played at Swatcha evolved over the last two decades? Well, it's very interesting, Tracy. When I first started with Swatcha, we were pretty much focused on ACH rules and how things work and, and that sort of thing. And uh, over the last 20 years, as you know, that's evolved. And today, we not only talk about rules, but we talk about things like encryption and intrusion detection and pattern detection and, and all sorts of various things relating to all the infrastructure around payments and, and how that's all protected. So there's been a huge evolution in technology as it surrounds payments. We've seen that probably more so over the last 10 years than the last 20. And then, Dennis, from an organizational perspective, how has Swatcha evolved and how has its mission changed over the last 20 years? Well, as I mentioned before, we used to focus pretty much exclusively on, on ACH, but now we have had to evolve to cover all things payments because it's all so interconnected. And, and I think the other thing that's been a major change, and it goes back to the comment about technology, uh, 20 years ago we used to deliver all of our training and education pretty much face-to-face. -face. Today we do it in, in the virtual environment. We do webinars. We have video on demand. We have lunch and learns that are done you know, in, in a very interactive way. And we still deliver the traditional face-to-face -face training, but as the needs of the marketplace have evolved, we've had to change our delivery channels to meet that need as well. Dennis, you recently received an honor from NACHA for your service to the electronic payments industry. How does Swatcha work with NACHA as well as other payments associations and networks? Well, Swatcha is one of the regional payment association members of NACHA, and we work very closely with them in promulgating the rules around the automated clearinghouse network and making sure that the private sector rulemaking that NACHA does, it continues to be robust and transparent and that sort of thing. So we work very closely with NACHA to represent our membership, which are banks and credit unions, uh, with NACHA to, to bring that voice uh, to the table. And we work with other associations on a national basis as well to make sure that there's an awareness of what's happening in the, in the world of electronic payments. And as I mentioned before, very interconnected. So we have to work very closely with the ATM networks, the card networks, even work very closely with folks that handle cash and checks because it's all payments related. Dennis, you're retiring from Swatcha. Has that transition already taken place? And if it has, what's next for you career-wise? The board of directors of Swatcha wanted to have a very smooth transition. So uh, last April, uh, Laura Steele was hired to, to be my successor, and we, we've been working through a succession plan that will uh, culminate uh, in Laura becoming uh, president and CEO of the association at the end of, uh, of this calendar year. So at the end of that, I don't know exactly for sure what my career holds, other than I tend to hold very closely to retirement. 
Um, I've told folks if they have something they want me to do, I'm, I'll do it. But it's two criteria. I need to have time to do it, first of all. Second of all, it's got to be something that I find interesting and challenging. I, I think that that's going to be a, a major uh, component of it. My wife and I have traveled extensively for business, and I think now we're just going to travel for our own personal uh, benefit and education rather than having to go to places to attend conferences and that sort of thing. Looking back, Dennis, how would you say that your background before you went to Swatcha helped to prepare you for the role that you took on there? Well, it was interesting. When you first start out in, in your life, you know, your first job, you look back and you say, well, what was my first job? Well, I was a page in the Oklahoma House of Representatives. And much of my job is politics now, and so I, you know, I've got I've come full circle as far as, as far as politics are concerned. I think the the other piece of it was banking. I spent 20 plus years in banking and treasury management, and so knowing how these things work, how they all fit together, having worked on the other side of the desk in treasury management, uh, really gave me a broad based background to help bring things together to know how things work, how they fit, to understand the lingo, uh, and understand the, uh, how, how, a, how a financial institution functions. I think that was really very valuable for me in, in, in my career. Dennis, how do you see careers in the payment space evolving? Well, I think it's interesting. Um, as I mentioned before, you know, we used to focus uh, just on ACH. And I, I think what's happening is you can't just focus on one channel. If you're going to be involved in, in the payments industry, you have to understand how all those channels work together, whether it's check or card, debit card, ATM networks, uh, ACH, whatever, whatever new thing may come along uh, in the future. You have to understand how all those channels work together and, and the interplay between them because there's a lot of fuzziness now between some of these various channels. And so I think if you're considering a career in payments, I think you, you need to be very flexible and I think you need to be very adaptable to understand how all these things work together. And I, I, I can't emphasize that enough. It's, it, you have to have a very broad view of payments and not just focus on a silo. You could be an expert in a silo, but you better know how, the, how all those other parts, how the other pieces fit together. More emphasis, Dennis, has been placed on payment security for obvious reasons. What new career paths and doors do you see opening for security professionals in the payments realm? I think there's a, a great opportunity for folks who understand cross-channel risk and understand how these things work together. And because the bad guys use multiple channels, they may bring money in through one channel and send it out through a different channel. So if you have a, a broad understanding of the interconnectedness of those channels, plus having a great deal of experience in heuristics, in other words, pattern detection, I think that's going to be a major component of what's going to happen in the future is be able to look at what is a normal payment pattern history for an organization or an individual and look for things that fall outside that pattern of behavior, the, the heuristics that are out there. I think the other thing that's going to be very critical is the people that are interested in, in, a, in a security organization are going to have to understand how settlement works. You have to have an understanding of the transaction doesn't settle quickly and finally that really brings a lot of risk into the, the transaction. So you've got to understand the settlement network. So I think the career path for security professionals in, in, in the payments realm really revolve around understanding of settlement, understanding of cross-channel 
and understanding of heuristics. Dennis, what would you say are the top three challenges for payments professionals? Well, uh, it, it's such a broad topic. It's a big topic. I think payments is very broad when you consider the, the depth and breadth of how payments are made in today's environment. So you have to be able to kind of get your hands around all of it. It's just such a major uh, component of the economy. I think the other uh, major challenge is the pace of change. There's so much happening so quickly, and in today's environment, people expect things to happen in, in, at Internet speed. You know, you, you got to have things have got got to be able to move things along, change things quickly. And so I think the pace of change is going to be a, a big challenge for folks to continue to work in, in payments. And of course, technology, no, no discussion about uh, challenges today is, is complete without a discussion of technology. I think financial institutions and other organizations rely on technology providers very heavily. And so they've got to know uh, who they're dealing with, got to know who those partners are, and they've got to have a really good understanding of, of, of the technology that surrounds payments, the mobile devices, for instance, EMV is certainly emerging. So technology is certainly going to be a huge component of the challenges that people face in the next few years. Dennis, in the wake of many of these retail breaches, we've seen quite a bit of action on the legal front as far as fraud liability is concerned. Do you see more attorneys forging ground or careers specializing in payment security? Oh, absolutely. As you mentioned, it is fertile ground. Uh, when, when things do go wrong, and, and, and they will, and they, they do go wrong, that you know somebody is always looking around to point a finger saying, well, who was responsible? So I think that there is a, a growing awareness within the legal community that the lawyers have to understand this stuff. They have to know the law, and the law lags behind technology, as we all know, dramatically. And so what we're seeing is um, we're seeing a lot of law firms playing catch-up. There are a number of lawyers that I've had the opportunity to work with over the last few years who are, are very knowledgeable, and they seem to have risen to the top in their profession. And so, therefore, the, you know, they're getting a lot of the business because they've demonstrated a, a, an understanding of how this stuff works, both on the, the plaintiff side and the defense side as well. As you step back... Dennis, and you look at the role that you've played in the industry and the role that other leaders such as yourself play, what would you say needs to happen as far as the ongoing roles that leaders such as yourself play in the payment space? I think really the major role that we play is fostering dialogue. In other words, bringing a diverse group of stakeholders together to talk about things that are happening, fostering that dialogue, making sure that all the voices are heard, all the stakeholders are heard, and and that there's an ongoing conversation about that. I think you know, the other thing that we do is uh, we try and foster collaboration to bring groups of people together to get them in a room if necessary and talk about things. Uh, I think the other thing that, that, that we've done is, that's been very important for our membership from an advocacy perspective is educating regulators, educating legislators, talking with members of Congress, talking with the staff on Capitol Hill, uh, talking with field examiners and regulators, and, and getting to know the organizations that regulate our members and fostering a dialogue with them and, and bringing our members' concerns 
and issues to the forefront with them to make sure that uh, their voices are heard. And then, Dennis, before we close, what final thoughts would you like to share about how you see payments security changing over the course of the next 20 years? Well, I think, again, to reemphasize the idea about cross-channel risk, the bad actors are very sophisticated. They understand the U.S. domestic payment systems. They understand where the vulnerabilities are, and I think securing those channels, looking for ways to make sure that, you know, that they stay protected. I think the other thing that's going to change is I think we've seen a whole lot more players come into this space, both traditional and non-traditional players in the payments uh, security area. I think what's also going to happen is as we move forward with technology, there's more demand for faster movement of payments. People are looking for ways to reduce barriers remove the friction, if you will, that's, that exists today. Friction is a bad thing in some instances. Regulators like friction. They like, they like it to slow things down because they equate frictionless kinds of transactions to having more risk. So I, I think those are the, some of the things you're going to see a lot of emphasis on is removing barriers, less friction, more risk mitigation techniques. And I think the other thing you're going to see over time, and we've seen this in other geographies around the world, I think you're going to see more emphasis on pushing credits than pulling debits. In other words, if I want to make a payment, I want to be able to send money as opposed to authorizing somebody to debit my account. I want to be in control as a consumer. I think you're going to see a lot more innovation around being able to push credits than pull debits. That's probably five to seven, ten years down the road, but I think that's where you're going to see some significant changes. That has a huge security component because if, if I'm pushing a credit, then I know where it's going, and, uh, and rather than if somebody's debiting my account, I have to really kind of think about, well, did I authorize that and where did it come from and that sort of thing. So, Dennis, I'd like to thank you again for your time this afternoon. Absolutely, Tracy. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. Thanks again, and good luck. Thank you. Again, we've just heard from Dennis Simmons of Swatcha. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten. Okay, great. That was perfect. I think we went over a little bit on the time, but um, I think it was all really good information, so I'm going to roll with it. Great. Thanks a lot, Dennis. Good luck to you. Please keep in touch. And um, Laura, I look forward to working with you more closely, and maybe um, within the next uh, few weeks or you know, maybe as we get into the summer, we could set up a time to, uh, to have a call and interview you about the role that you're taking on. Sure. Thank you. Okay, great. All right. Thanks, you guys. Have a good afternoon. Thanks, Thanks. Tracy. Sure. Thank Thanks, you. Tracy. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The host has left the meeting.